Welcome to Two Cents FC. I'm your host, Amobi Okugo, back again with my guy, L. Each week, we'll be talking with individuals from around the soccer world, learning about their stories and getting their unfiltered thoughts and opinions. This week is just us. We're going to be kicking it, catching up yeah. on all things Euros, um, all things soccer around U.S. kids, uh, some key figures in the big teams, um, some movement around. So we're going to just catch up kind of like the old days where it was just us two from the jump and then go from there. So L, first and foremost, how are you feeling today? Chilling, man. It's been a, it's been a busy week, but yeah. you know, I always look forward to these days where we can get on here and talk some soccer. Respect. So we had a game yeah, yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah, we had a, yeah. So <laughs> crazy game yesterday. We had a little comeback. Uh, shout out to the team. Uh, Fabian had a nice free kick in the 94th minute to, you know, steal, steal the victory. And then we got a game this weekend out in your neck of the woods. Well, not directly, um, but we're going to be out in Alabama. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I know we talked offline um, Juneteenth. Um, I came out with the article on USL's website earlier today. And uh, growing up, I didn't really know what Juneteenth was. Like, I'm not even going to like cap uh, being first generation Nigerian American. Juneteenth, I didn't know about it until I got older and started, you know, getting exposed to more information about the African-American history, black culture within the United States. So what does Juneteenth mean to you? And um, are you going to be doing anything to like commemorate, you know, the holiday? Apparently it's a national holiday as well now. Oh, yeah, it's a national holiday now. I feel like that's a concession. <laughs> very least they could have did. Yeah. And they, and they lucky it was on a Saturday because I definitely would, would be taking off work. <laughs> yeah. um probably we'll probably just do the same thing that we would do like on the fourth of july you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like this is i feel like it's it's grown in popularity it's always been around mm-hmm. you know but i think but like people were just now starting to get like the shine on it the light on it yeah you were really starting to get the understanding of like what the significance of it so i in my household we're replacing it with fourth of july you know what i'm saying so yeah Fourth of July is another day, but Juneteenth is like our Independence Day. Respect. So that's how you know we're gonna kind of gonna play it. Uh, we probably won't do nothing crazy. Probably won't like barbecue or nothing like that. Uh-huh. But you know, we'll celebrate it. We'll you know um, give it the respect it deserves. Um, yeah. And you know, the only the only Independence Day we we recognize is Juneteenth. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I love that. And you, you talked about it like, you know, it's, it's gaining popularity now. And I think as more awareness and more exposure and more people like tap into the history and not the history that was told to us, but the history that we actually go out and search for, um, it's going to it's going to be amazing to see. So, uh, well, I mean, I just hope it doesn't get commercialized and exactly. bastardized like all these other, you know, black initiatives that, you know, it gets corporatized. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, it's a federal holiday now. Like, let's let's appease to the, let's appease the black people. Let's yeah. you know put up a daishiki post on a, <laughs> on Instagram or something like that. You oh know, my goodness, yeah, something something completely off base. You know what I mean? So yeah. But speaking of Juneteenth, um, black players black players um, collective dropped a dope collaboration with um, MLS. So they did like a, a nice little number set. Yeah, Juneteenth. Um, I think all the teams this weekend are going to be wearing it. So that's to be super dope. Um, and they're going to auction them off for um, black causes. 
So no, I love like that. that. That's a super dope uh, initiative that they that they yeah, launched. Most definitely, and we should have some guests, you know, from Black Players for Change coming back shortly. I know we had Jaleel in the past. You know, we had Jabo, uh, Jeremy Ibobisi, but there's a lot of other people within that organization that we definitely want to tap into to share like some insight from what they got going on. And uh, the more change, the more awareness, the more uh, activism that these organizations are starting to show, it's it's all for the better. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's jump right into it, man. Um, Euros is in what the second week? Yeah, and second week, and we just it, got. There's a lot of a lot has happened, and I, I just got done watching all three games earlier today. Yeah, it's so many games on, like with the Euros, with Copa America, with um, we had the Nations League at one point, and then we got a Gold Cup coming up. Yeah. So it's just so much, so much and soccer this, this summer. Yep, and Olympics. Um, it's hard to keep up. Like I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. I, I'm not able to catch every game like that. I can't stay up that late. You know, I got, <laughs> I got places to go in the morning and stuff like that. So Thanks. it's hard to catch every single game. Um, but the Euros kicked off crazy. So like last weekend, you know, of course, you know, we witnessed uh, Christian Eriksen basically going to cardiac arrest on the field against Finland. Like super, super scary moment. Um, like I remember, like I was actually like taking pictures while the game was on. I was like, you know, taking pictures of my wife. She's getting like a new um, headshot for for LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and you know, like I'll peek in, peek in the room. I see, oh, there's a player down. You know, peek back in. I see like the crowd. They're like, you know, covering their mouths and stuff. Like, oh, damn, what happened? You know, like, and they, yeah. like, and you know, the the broadcast team. I feel like did a horrible like the camera people i feel like did a horrible job of like keeping the camera on him um super super terrible like they had like had his face blurred out i'm like oh shit what happened you know what i'm saying yeah so i'm kind of like stuck looking looking and then um then they start like you know doing chest compressions i'm like oh shit like what happened you know so i'm like on twitter trying to figure out what happened and um like you know Twitter, you know how Twitter is. People make yeah. stuff up. Quick to quick to tell, tell the story. Yeah, and so I'm sitting there like, damn, this is crazy. And so like, I, but I got to like go back and like take pictures of my wife. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like I'm fucked up trying to like yeah. take, take photos and stuff and like peeking back in like, yo, what is going on with dude? Yeah. Like, and like, you know, showing his, his teammates crying and stuff. I'm like, damn, what is going on? You know, so like yeah. I'm starting to get riled up. I'm like, yo, this is fucking bananas. But, yeah. you know, thank God that, you know, he's alive. They were able to re- revive him. I wish wishing him a strong and speedy recovery. Um, super, super scary moment, man. Yeah, it was just really scary. I remember we was watching it like because we was I don't even know. I think we was in New Mexico, actually. And uh, so we was watching it like just in the team room. And I got up to go to the bathroom like literally five minutes later. I come back and one of my teammates is like, Chris Erickson died. Say, huh? What do you mean died? He's like, he's, he's on the floor. He's not breathing. And so I'm like tapped in. I'm trying to figure out, wait, what? Like, and uh, if you guys like don't know, uh, our team lost a teammate, uh, Promise, Isaac Promise. Uh, Promise Isaac, our first year due to similar, sim- similar, like something with the heart, cardiac arrest. Um, I'm not sure the exact term of, you know, or the like diagnosis, but something with the heart. So, like just going through the motion of like being an athlete and like knowing like, yo, 
life's so precious and like it can happen to you. Like you can be playing in a game. Next thing you know, you're just down off of throwing. Like no one touched you. I was like, yo, what, like a crazy tackle. I was trying to figure out what happened. He's like, no, he just fell down. He's like not getting up. Um, then you see like his teammates. Then you see his, uh, his, his partner, his wife, I think, or his girlfriend. Um, and you're just like, wow. And like, now you're thinking like, yo, how would I be able to, like, in, if I was in that situation, like, all right, you know, if, if like my friends were there, if my parents were at the game, like they're not at the game or then and what if they're not even watching the game and then now they're hearing all this stuff, like, yeah, you can't even like, there's these moments you can't even prepare for. So like, and then just from the standpoint, a shout out to the medical staff and like the, I know the captain like came in and did a, like a great job of like, elite, um, managing the situation yeah, um yeah, it's just crazy like, like when you think about that and just like having that like all the fans there too like that's not something you come to a game to expect right it's, yeah like obviously we like on tv we see like death but it, in real life i like to see that that's crazy sorry and like in and in real time at that yeah you know in real like, time i didn't see i didn't see it actually happen but i could i can only imagine people who like were watching who watched yeah. it happen and then everything that transpired after like how traumatic that is. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's easy, it's easy to be desensitized to certain things, you know, you're watching movies and stuff and, you know, you see death in movies and stuff like that. It's easy to kind of get a little desensitized, but like that's something that's like real life trauma. Like even to those who like witnessed it, you know what I mean? Exactly. Definitely, you know, take care of your mentals. Um, You know, take, take time to, to, to heal. From that, yeah. definitely a traumatic experience, um, and just protect yourself. Like again, prayers to Christian Erickson, speedy recovery. Definitely, definitely happy that he's yeah. you know, still with us. Exactly, and like, like, because we had, our trainer was there at the same time, so we're all asking her questions. Like, yo, what's like, what does this mean? Like, is there going to be like potential brain damage because they're like he was down for so long? It's like, yo, like they got the the ADD out, like, what is that? What is that? What does that mean? So, um, it was really crazy to see, but like you said, prayers up to everyone that was involved, not just Christensen, but his family and his teammates and the fans and everyone that's close to him. Um, with that, that being said, another, yeah, you about this. That leads us to another just, question. Yeah, go ahead. Cause um, I'm like, what do you think the response is like them having to play and then like too many games, like, wh- like what's your, what's your take on all of this? I was just about to go into that. Um, This has been definitely been uh, a different year Mm -hmm. since 2020 was was interrupted. You know, a lot of games are crammed into a short short period of time, minimal rest. Um, There's going to be a lot of games this summer. Um, So it raises the question, like, are the players getting enough rest? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a ton of football. Like, and I know, like, for national teams and stuff like that, you know, some of those are optional, but like these dudes are competitors. They want to play. They want to represent their country. They're not going to turn down those opportunities. So um, you got to almost put it on like the federations to like manage like the amount of games that are happening right now and yeah. manage manage the number of, you know, injuries that you may see. Like it, it even happened in the NBA, you know, like in the playoffs, you've seen a lot of people go down and get injured because of all the, the schedule compression. Yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts on that? Like being like being an athlete and, you know, having to play, especially having to play during COVID and during these compressed times. Like, what are your thoughts on that? 
Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's too many games. So I'm going to be just up front. Like if you're like a top, top player, I mean, like if you just look at the EPL, they got like four different tournaments. You got the league, then you got Carborough Cup, you got FA Cup. If you're top, you got Champions League, then you got international games. Uh, it, it gets overwhelming. And this is like for every league, uh, like our, our team alone. Like we have game, we had a game Saturday, game Wednesday, game Saturday, Tuesday all in the span of like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and then we just got added a game like, uh, cause we have an international friendly now. And then, so we switched the game to Wednesday and now we have like, so these games are crazy. And, but at the same time, there's money involved. So I think they're going to start making like some ramifications, whether it's like big, deeper rosters, mm-hmm. uh, adding in more subs, you know, doing different things to like, hopefully, maximize the on-field performance but also the rest as well okay yeah i noticed that you got to play cruise azul right yeah so that just is that came like out a money game where did that come from well we'll see we, <laughs> we might have to talk to we'll have to talk to the staff about that one because what i'm what, what i'm familiar with and what a lot of athletes are familiar with if a game's not sanctioned if it's like an international friendly mm-hmm. money's involved so it's gonna be good for the players, good for the team, good for the city, good for the yeah. club. So we're yeah, not they complaining. Should, they should definitely come out, like you know, being in you know. They just want to. They just want the league out there too. Yeah. Yeah, being in Central Texas, it's gonna be a ton of Cruz Azul yeah. fans. It's not gonna be a home game for us. That's all I'm gonna say. Right. As you were saying, y'all, y'all, y'all are playing in Austin. Yeah, we're gonna be playing in Austin. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be bananas. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna do. A, we're gonna do a two cents game day vlog for that one. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. So let's get into these brackets, though. Okay. So we we we're talking about the Euros a little bit, but let's um actually go through. Let's see who makes it out of their groups. A couple teams make- have already made it. Let's let them know. Okay. Italy's already qualified for the next round. Holland's already qualified for the next round, and Belgium has already qualified for the next round. Okay. So is it the top two or uh, top two top? and then like best, I think the best third place or like one of the best third place teams or a couple of the best third place teams um, will will qualify for the next round. All right. So group A, Italy already qualified. Who we think comes out of You think Wales? Wales holds it down. So they have to get a result versus Italy because um, Switzerland can win. Um, but it would actually based be based on goal differential. It's like that they blow out Turkey. I think Wales. I think Wales has a strong enough team. I think Italy's going to rotate some people. Um, they definitely want to get the first place position because they don't want to play like whoever they're going to have to play. Um, if it's if they ended up being in the second spot, um, Italy hasn't lost in like twenty nine games. They've been like undefeated, uh, which is a, which is crazy stat. Um, but I do think Wales. I think Wales will go through, even if they even if they lose. I don't think Switzerland beats them uh, by more than three goals, which would you know be the goal differential that they need to get to even make it even. Okay. Uh, actually, I need, yeah, actually, it would be plus five because Wales is plus two on goal differential. All right, so we got Italy, Wales out of Group A. About Group yeah. B, I know Belgium got a lot. Yeah, Belgium got it locked. I think Denmark. I think Denmark will go through. I think they beat Russia. 
the goal differential aligns. And I think uh, Russia, Finland, and Denmark will all end up with three points. But I think Denmark in that closeout game versus Russia is going to be a great game. It's going to be a war. Um, but I do think they pull through and, you know, something storybook with everything that's gone on. Um, I think they get through the group. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Group C, we got Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria, and North Macedonia. Yeah, so this is going to be – it's going to be a war. I mean, Ukraine, Austria, basically, is for – to see who goes through. Um, I got Austria. I think uh, the racist boy who's going to come back with the vengeance. <laughs> he, only got, he only got one game. So that's well, that was very interesting. But um, I think they end up being Ukraine. Ukraine has a good squad, but I think Austria, um, they played pretty well today versus the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they go through. Okay, so we got Netherlands, Austria out of Group C, Group D, Czech Republic, England, Croatia, Scotland. Damn, England is currently tough. in second right now, which is yeah. But they probably beat their toughest opponent in Croatia, so that was clutch. But ooh, uh, that's gonna they be tough. only played one game. So. Yeah, they've only played one game. Um, I got Croatia and England. I think Czech Republic will still go through as like the top third place team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's what it is going to be right now. Okay. Group E, you got Slovakia, Spain, Sweden, and Poland. Oh, I'm going to go Slovakia and Sweden. Ooh, Spain. Spain they doesn't just, make it through. They'd be putting me to sleep and they got no finishers on their squad. Yeah. I don't, I just don't, they have no, no one's that's like dynamic enough to like, yo, let me get the ball and create my own shot. It's all like we have to pass it in. And it's not working. They had chances, but I just no. Nah. Okay. I, I, I hope I'm wrong on that, but you know. We'll see. All right, in group F, the group of death. We got Portugal, France, Germany, and Hungary. Yeah, I think Germany played well, but I think France and Portugal go through. Um, maybe Germany sneaks in as a third place team, but I think that's that's it. Okay, so we got all the heavy hitters in. Yeah, all the who's, heavy your, who's your pick to make the finals? Oh, based off uh, that's tough. I think Belgium. I think Eden Hazard is gonna have a uh, have a go, have a good tournament. He's still like working his way back in. Italy's been strong, but. I think the Killalini, whatever his last name is, I can't pronounce it right now. He's uh, his injury might affect Italy's chances, even though they're like they're they're probably playing the best soccer right now. Mm. Uh, you always want to go with like a sleeper pick, but I'll go Belgium, France. Just keep it safe. Belgium, France in the finals. All right, yeah. what if they're on the same side of the bracket? Uh, same side of the bracket, then I go France beating them. Yeah, that 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 center back pairing for France, like, golly, they're they're so strong. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say, I already already declared that I'm rooting for France, so I'm gonna say yeah. France. I'm gonna okay. say I'm gonna say France, England, England, huh? Just just because they got to do something with the squad they have, they yeah. they got to they got to get to the final at the least. So I'm gonna say France, England, um, and who's your pick for? Who's your pick to win it? Uh, I'll go France. 
I'll go France, even though it's it's tough. Just yeah, I'll go France winning it. Yeah, I'm gonna go France too. Yeah, that, that was my pick. So yeah, I'll I'm go France. France. It's the safe pick, but it's so tough. <laughs> like if you think about it, they went to the finals Euros, they went to World Cup, won it, and then like to go to another final, it's tough. But like this is like their generation right now, so we'll yeah, see. Sure. All right, so that'll be that'll be fun to see. We didn't get a chance to do the brackets. We're yeah. too late, so you know all the um, bracket sites closed up. So we got to kind of do an impromptu. Um, we can do one for the Gold Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be. Huh. I, I was thinking Copa America, like that yeah. one is closed too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll do one for the Gold Cup. That should be interesting. But um, speaking of Gold Cup, the USA dropped their new kits, their new away kits for twenty twenty one. Um, so we take a look at those. You got a lot of mixed reviews about this one. Yeah, I actually like them. I, I ordered mine. I ordered a women's one, obviously. Hey, respect. It's, it's more decorated. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, need, I need the four stars. I need the you yeah. know the World Cup medal. I got a crystal done, of course. Respect. Uh, what are your thoughts on these? I like them a lot. I, I I like the jerseys where I feel like you could wear them out, and it's not like you know, like weird. Um, I would rock this out, like, especially summertime, like with some swim shorts or something. Yeah, I think it has a good pattern, a good design. Um, it's different. I would rock it. I would rock it. It's not like my, it's not going to be like in my kit hall of fame, but I would rock it for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of giving me um, man, man United vibes a little bit with the, mm-hmm. um, the pattern. But I feel like, you know, what Nike is doing, they're like, all right, we saw how Nigeria's kits are selling like crazy pattern sales. So let's yeah. go crazy with the USA kits as if they needed, you know, any help selling them. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, that was part of the, the philosophy, but I like it. I mean, like you mentioned before, it's, it's a polarizing kit. Some people don't like them. Some people like it, but I think it's dope. I like crazy patterns. I like, you know, bold prints and stuff yeah. like that. So that's just my vibe. So it fits for me. So how would you rock it? Like, what kind of shoes you rocking with it? Like Air Maxes or like you know um, some Chucks? With that, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go all white Air Force Ones. Okay, probably. Yeah. Like just keep it keep it clean and simple because the the shirt is already wild. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you try to color block with the shoes and stuff too much. That could be crazy. Um, you know you got to keep it Nike Nike as well. You you can get away with some white Chucks as well though. The white Chucks with the um with the red and blue. Yeah, stripe on the, sole. the originals. Yeah, you you can get that off as well since you know Converse owns or Nike owns Converse. You know, yeah. to be technical. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. But yeah, that's that's how I'll flip it. Okay, like cool. Some, like basically like that with like some blue shorts, blue like yeah. you know swim shorts or something like that. Hey, okay. Y'all just got Dope. a fashion lesson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else All right, we got? but. I know we were talking Euros. We were talking France for the win. Um, usually, <laughs> usually these these tournaments are good for you know transfers, transfer situations. You get to see these players get off on a on a you know world level, on a level of, against the highest competition, and it usually ups their transfer values. Um, and it's happening during the summer, so the summer transfer window window. So it's a, it's a lot of action happening. Yeah, but ain't no ain't no action happening for my boy Mbappe though. Ah, uh, they got him on hostage. Man, we got a free bruh. So a couple of weeks ago, PSG's president, um, Nasir Al-Khalifi, 
Calafini, Calafini, um, he put the world on notice about Kylian Mbappe's status at, at PSG. So he quote, and quote, he says, I want to be clear, Kylian Mbappe will continue here at Paris Saint-Germain. He will, we will never sell him and he will never leave the club as a free agent. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, do you think, you think they're holding our boy hostage over there? Like, hey, yo, Kylian, uh-huh. if you're being held against your will, blink twice. <laughs> well, technically, I mean, it, I mean, I just think that whole like he'll never leave as a free agent. It's like we're going to do whatever it takes to keep him in terms mm-hmm. of keeping him happy from a money standpoint. Uh, so like he can leave. He just got to let his contract play out. But to be honest, what team does he go to it, Like besides uh, Real Madrid or Barca? Yeah, with the valuation team, on him. Yeah. What team? I can't see him going Bundesliga. I think that might be a step back. Yeah, um, and the only team would be Byron. Yeah, no offense to the Bundesliga. Either. Yeah. Um, Premier League, nobody can afford him except maybe Chelsea. I don't know where y'all getting that money from. <laughs> that, that Russian oil money. Abrahamovich <laughs> um, money is different. Yeah, I mean, where, where does he go? That's Those are the only options. And like those... Those two teams are in financial trouble because of that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like PSG is the team for him at the moment. I think they're so close to winning Champions League, like final semis, back to back years. Um, they have a good squad. Like the center backs are young. They got some added pieces that are going to be key. Um, I think they got to figure out their coach situation if Posh ends up leaving. But I don't think he's why. Like yeah, I don't think why. Yeah, I think, and it seems like PSG's going to do whatever it takes to keep him. So, at the moment, for now, I don't see him leaving at least until after the next World Cup. Yeah, but that's the the million dollar the billion dollar question really. Yeah. Where does he go? Yeah, I mean, nobody has a bread like that. The Spanish clubs don't even have a bread like that no more. That's true. That's especially I think yeah with. After the World Cup, after a couple years post-COVID with everything that's been affected, I think things will start to be a little bit clearer. Um, but at the moment, I think that PSG situation is the best one. City is the only other, yeah, only other, um, I guess, Premier League team I can see him going to because they got the, you know, the the Saudi money. Yeah, you want to call it that. Um. But yes, speaking of uh, Real Madrid, um, Sergio Ramos is leaving. That's crazy. They cut your boy loose. So, so he says they didn't give him a deadline for their. So they were negotiating contracts. He said they didn't give him a deadline. They offered him a lower a, a drop in salary and only a one year contract. Um, and I, I don't know if he walked away from that or if he accepted and they still cut him or like. So apparently the situation was like, all right, they were like negotiating, negotiating. And then like they had like an expiration date, like, you know, you need to decide by this date. But they had they never made it clear to him. So he's kind of like, let me go back and forth. Let me play the waiting game. Let me like different negotiation tactics that all players and agents use. But then Real Madrid was like, uh, nah, it's off, off the table now. So we're going to move in a di- different direction. And one of the thing I noticed about Real Madrid they don't really like their player, their longest serving players. They don't really do a good job, at least like most recently, like, mm-hmm. like send offs, like yeah. Raul, he got shipped off to Germany. Iker Casillas, obviously he had a bad falling out. He was ended up done being done in 
Portugal. Uh, Sergio Ramos is going to be leaving. And these are like historical figures within the club. So that's really interesting from a club standpoint. Like you want to, you know, have that, that, you know, family, like, all right, this is going to be last year, play it out to the best of your abilities, whatever. Um, but I just don't feel like they do that. And Sergio Ramos, like probably one of the best defenders of all time, definitely probably the best Spanish defender and Real Madrid defender of all time. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they move on. I know they were going to have to move on at some point, but yeah, it's, it's, I just thought it was interesting. Man, I hope they don't do my boy Marcelo like that. Uh, Marcelo's next up. He, yeah, he's going to be going too. Especially with Zidane out, you know, they're going to they're gonna move forward a different direction. Marcelo still got it. He need to come on over to MLS. Uh, he would, yeah, he would be, he would be serious vibes. See him out sure. there in Miami. <laughs> Everyone else is going to Miami. Everybody says Miami, but like they're in financial trouble. They can't afford none of them people until they <laughs> fix their roster. Until they get roster compliant. <laughs> but, that's, but that's looking like the uh, the retirement team. Yeah. All the you know European stars. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I gotta add. I gotta add something to the no card, yellow card, red card when we start that segment. But where do you think Sergio Ramos is going? Realistically, I don't even know. To be honest, I, I don't think he stays in Spain. I think he. It was already agreed that they like already agreed that he's not going to be staying in Spain. Like that's that's already known. Like because there was rumors Sevilla was going to ha- have him like almost because that was the first club he started with. Mm-hmm. Um, that was going to be like almost like a coming back home thing, but that's not what's going to happen. He's going overseas. It just doesn't know where. I could see him in Italy somewhere, probably. Really. Yeah, Italy is you know, a great like, lead for Juventus, older, older defenders. Enter. Enter. That's a know, good show. Milan. AC Milan, you think? It, it, it's going to be one of the big teams. It's not yeah. going to be, you know. They're going to have to be Champions League for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can see that happening. Yeah. It's more of a little transition. You link, link back up with uh, Ronaldo at Juventus. You think? Oh, so you think Ronaldo stays at Juventus? Because there's rumors about that too. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's all up in the air. Like these dudes are old, man. Like I, yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna be that guy, but like, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's it's time to move over. Like oh yeah, you know it's time I mean? for a new sheriff in town. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a new generation coming up. You got the Mbappe's, you got, you know, Jao Felix went yeah. ghost. I don't know where a guy went. He was talking to town last year. So um, but it's a whole new crop of crop of players coming up. It's time for the old guys to, you know. Yeah, Pass the, the baton. Pass the baton. Facts. Yeah. Well, you mentioned uh, no car, yellow car, red car. Let's go ahead and get into that. All right. Perfect. Um, and so for those who aren't familiar with no car, yellow car, red car, it's a rapid fire segment of the show where I'll read off some news topics and um, a Moby and usually a guest will uh, give their opinions on that topic using the soccer card system. So no card is... Um, I'm cool with it or I agree with it. Yellow card is I can go either way. And red card is I disagree or I'm not cool with it. Um, so I'm going to participate today. Since hey, let's get it. This is just the two of us. Um, so first up, Ice Cube's Big 3 as social media platform Triller as a media partner for their upcoming season. So what card are we giving this deal? Uh, no card. I think we've seen what Triller has done, you know, from the boxing standpoint, from the versus standpoint, and they're they they kind of reshuffled their business model and it's been very successful for them 
And I think with the what Big Three provides from a athletic sports, but also influencer standpoint, because they're not actively um, professional athletes in the standpoint of like they're not playing in the NBA or other top leagues. I think it's it's good. I think it's a good partnership that's going to grow that both platforms. And uh, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna give it a no card as well. I think it's a savvy business move by um by uh Ice Cube and the team. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you think about the the demographic of Triller, you want to make sure that your brand is tapped in with the next generation of consumers. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. You know, aligning big three, three on three basketball. That's a, that's probably like one of the most common, you know, setups, basketball setups, like on the playgrounds and stuff like that. You know, yep. it's three on three. Um, so getting that over there. And then um, I was reading a little bit more about Big Three's plans and like of becoming like almost like an NBA development league to a degree. Because, um, you know, players have gotten contracts off the Big Three. Like, granted, they were already in the NBA yeah. previously, but they've gotten contracts, you know, to come back just off their, their Big Three play. And since they've, they're holding the combine recently, um, you've got, you got a lot of players who are like, you know, a lot of younger players fresh out of college stuff like that who are trying not to be in the big three so it's another avenue it's another uh source of entertainment you know it's during the summer so as the nba is tapering off big three is ramping up yeah. so it's, it's you know it's, it's a gap in the market and i feel like it it fits the i don't want to call it like arcade basketball but it fits like that that nba jam feel you know what i'm saying like Facts. and so like i feel like that bodes well with with triller and the way that their their app is set up so no car nice. for me that's a good shout. They got like the four point four pointers and different yep. things like that. So I'm interested like real, to see real life NBA jam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Next one. Um, your boy Jamie Vardy <laughs> has become the co-owner of the Rochester Rhinos. So if you're not familiar with you know historic, you know soccer teams in the U.S., Rochester Rhinos is one of those historic clubs. Uh, I forget which leagues they played in, but. Um, definitely a story club in you know America's soccer history um and they've been on hiatus for four years um as of recently they were currently I think in the USL um and they've been on hiatus and then your boy Jamie Vardy came in I think he bought a majority ownership stake right yeah so bought a majority stake um but as of right now there's no plans of you know rejoining USL um none of that stuff has been kind of figured out so what card are we giving Jamie Vardy for this investment? Good investment, bad investment? Uh, to be, uh, I'm not going to get into the financials of it because I really don't know like what he's looking at. But I would say uh, yellow card. Um, I'm interested in why he bought a Rochester Rhinos. I mean, I know the story like lower, lower league and bringing it up. I think his story can definitely help. Um, but I, I, I definitely... And I don't know, but I would imagine he would have just done that for like one of the clubs he started with before he made it to Leicester City. You know, I think that would be like a more um, strategic investment in terms of like story brand and like how you can like, you know, be a value add. But Rochester Rhinos is a is a very historic club, like more historic than a lot of different clubs that are popping up out of here in the States. And um, for it to come back in whatever capacity it comes back in, whether it's NISA, USL, um, if they have plans for MLS, I'm not sure how viable that is, but whatever capacity that they come back in, it's, it's definitely needed. It's a historic franchise. Um, so I'm excited and, you know, to have his international experience and England experience, um, for a lower level, 
Um, I'm interested to see. I know there's a lot of ties between Charleston Battery and some like EPL, you know, people. And I'm interested to see if they're going to kind of do the same thing with Rochester Rhinos. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give it a, I'll give it a yellow. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how well versed he is with, you know, the soccer landscape out here. Uh, I'm sure you have to do diligence before, you know, purchasing the team. Yeah. But um, in terms of what he can possibly do, it'll be interesting because Flower City, um, Flower City uh, Union, Flower City Union, I believe is the name um, of the Rochester Nisa team. So they already got a Nisa squad out there. Um, I don't think there's territory territory rights or anything in Nisa, but um, it'll be interesting to see what direction he takes it. Like I would like to see him either keep it independent or try to bust an MLS play. I think he may be trying to bust an MLS play. Yeah, but from Rochester? I mean, it's a if it has a viable market, like there's no when you got Rochester, I'm not sure I'm not sure how far Rochester is from Buffalo. Um, but you know, you have the upstate market, you know, um, which is Rochester's been a soccer hotbed, you know, as as a story club. So it could be could be something there to it. It'd be interesting to see what happens. Um, but I'm gonna give it a yellow. I think there's other squads he probably could have purchased or yeah. purchased the stake in and gotten like much more bang for his buck. Um, but we'll see what the play is. Facts. All right. Next up, he says after Cristiano and Pogba's movement of place sponsored products. Okay. All right. So if you're not familiar with this, um, <laughs> during during some press conferences recently, uh, I think it started with Ronaldo. He sat yep. down at a press conference. There were two cokes in front of him. He he moved the Coca Colas, placed his water down. You know, it's like basically like drink water, don't drink this soda crap, right? <laughs> and uh, um, same thing with Pogba. He sat down. Um, there was a Heineken in front of him. You know, Pogba's Muslim, so like they don't drink alcohol, even though it was the zero alcohol one. He still, you know, he moved the Heineken off the table, you know, and proceeded with this, with this press conference. And so you is asking players not to remove these sponsors from the podiums post-match now. Um, so what card are we giving you Wafer for this request? Uh, a red card. Like there's other ways you can like have product placement um, without, you know, actually let me go with the yellow card. Cause it's not like the players are promoting it, but also, no, nah, I'm going red card. I'm going back to red card. I'm like a ref that like doesn't know which card to put. I'm going red card. Um, there's other ways for the like UEFA to have their sponsors included um, for mm-hmm. product placement or whatever that may be. And then from the players, I just love it because they're protecting their brand and their image. You know, if um, you know someone sees like Ronaldo and he's like supporting like healthy fitness and all this stuff, and then they're like someone's like, wait, hold up, you was just promoting Coke. You know, it's not like it's not like everyone knows like UEFA is actually the Coke is working with Coke, but because his image is in that, um, they might associate his brand with Coke and that's not what his brand is. He could be, have a competitive, uh, product that he would like to support. That's now his conflict of interest. Um, so different things like that. So from the athlete standpoint, always protect your brand, always protect your image first. And I think UEFA, there's other ways to have product placement, whether it's in the banners behind, or maybe it's like even on the mic, like just the logo, or even like on the ticker screen, uh, commercials, like you don't have to have like an actual Coke bottle next to the guy 
in the post-match interview. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a yellow. Uh, I see both sides of the play. Um, you know, from a player standpoint, you don't want to be associated with certain things. Um, I'm also, I don't know how naive, you know, the average, you know, viewer or consumer is to like automatically associate Ronaldo with Coke. Like, yeah. It's, it's there for every single person that comes up to talk. So it's exactly. obvious that it's not them. It's a UEFA thing. Um, and so on the UEFA side, you know, they made that may have been a tier that Coke purchased, you know, like yeah. product product placement tier during the press conference, you know. So they're going to have to revamp their, you know, their sponsorship tiers and how they kind of, yeah. you know, offer those slots up. Um, but I agree with you. They, you could, there's other creative ways that you can kind of incorporate certain things um incorporate products and placement and stuff like that uh so yellow for me yeah that's fair that's fair all right last one um <laughs> this one is funny all yeah. right so so gonzalo Iguain says he thought mls would be a league where he could smoke a cigarette and chill so essentially he thought it's gonna be a cakewalk over here when he came over like obviously you know news doesn't travel as yeah. I guess quickly back over to Europe that it's not necessarily a retirement league no more, you know. And now you think he come over here and you know sauce it up, you know, play around with a cigarette in his mouth or whatever. <laughs> it was super funny that he said that, said it like yeah. that too. But what what card are we giving this dude for uh, this assumption he's making? It? I'll give it a red card all around, just because like not only him, just a dis- disrespect to like his you know, his compatriots, like, you know, we're all a soccer fraternity, no matter what level you play out. If you're a professional soccer player, you know, obviously there's different levels, like, you know, but you say that publicly, then it's like, yo, your brother played in this league for like eight eight years. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and it was a baller. So it's like, obviously he's going to tell you some insights where it's like, yeah, you could probably do, you probably score a bunch of goals, but he's probably telling you too, like, yo, it's a hard league. Like you got to grind. Um, so he, he didn't even do his own research into the league he was coming into. He's just like, yo, let me collect this paycheck. And then from Miami standpoint, you're signing a player like that's that's not who you want as your kind of like ambassador for, yeah. you know. So it's like, yo, know who you're signing from that standpoint. And then, um, yeah, it's just now it's like now you put a target on your back every time you play. Obviously, you always have a target on your back as a forward from that high caliber. Um, with that high caliber of a career, you know, people want to match up against you. But now it's like, it was, this dude was, was talking shit like, like we just some chumps out here. All right. I'm going to two fit him. I'm going to you know, make sure he's going to be hard for him all game. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give him a red too for just for thinking it was something slight, you know, what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, like, thinking he can come out here and, and, yeah, I mean, all you gotta do is ask your boys. I'm, I mean, obviously he's not friends with you know Lampard and them like that, but they couldn't hang out here. Uh, P- Pirlo couldn't hang. Lampard couldn't hang. Um, who else came out here and couldn't hang? Yeah. Thought it was gonna be sweet. There's a couple. It was a couple other guys came out here thought it was gonna be sweet too and couldn't hang. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta read the room. Like, exactly. Definitely a red card. Uh, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just funny because. Like they come here like, and I'm, I'm not going to generalize, but like certain foreigners will come and just like yes, have this whole idea of what it's supposed to be. And it's like, nah, obviously 
there's different tactics, there's different like nuances to the game where you're like not used to it or you're international. It's like, damn, like simple stuff. Like, but nah, that doesn't mean it's like just easy. Like we just don't know how to juggle a ball or don't know formation. So I thought it was interesting for him to say that. And I'm interested to see like how defenders are going to respond to that. Yeah, he was watching Zlatan, thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Zlatan, Zlatan yeah. Is, is Zlatan, bro. Yeah, Henry is Henry. Zlatan, right. Robbie Keane, Robbie Keane. Like it's certain people that are like levels, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, he thought it was going to be, all right, I see Zlatan out here, Yeah, you know, saucing it up. Chicharito, you know what I'm saying? But like even Chicharito to a degree, like he's. He had to adjust. He's He had to adjust, but he's also like from that you know what i'm saying he's from yeah. the region you feel me so he understands like the the style of play yeah and you know how we give it up like how to give it up in mexico and the united states so it's a it's a different type of flavoring no facts facts but yeah man that's it for no car yellow car red card oh yeah that's it so yeah uh that's our show for this week uh make sure you subscribe rate and review it helps us get discovered follow us on all the socials at two cents fc Check out our merch at twocentsports.shop. As you can see, Elle's rocking the hat. It helps support the show. Uh, tweet us your comments on the show, any topics you want me or Elle to discuss. Uh, make sure you guys tap in. We got other shows in in, in the Rolodex. Uh, we got some things coming out soon, um, some game day vlogs, some different type of series, just to keep you guys engaged. Um, you know, shout out to, you know, the additional member to the team. Can you, got, can you touch on that real quick, Elle? Yeah, so... Um... If you follow us on Twitter, you know that, you know, Two Cent Sports has been expanding, you know, rapidly. We've been ad- adding members, adding members to the team, adding more shows and more content in, in different sports at that. So, you know, I know we're, we're kind of known for soccer, but we also are looking to expand into, you know, various other sports, basketball, tennis, football, you know, um, really tell the black stories in every sport, not just soccer. So um, keep an eye out. Um Got some good stuff coming down the pipelines. Like as the Moby said, got some more content coming out. Um, check out our other shows on the network. Um, we got a uh, Unfiltered with Kyle McCullough. Season two should be coming soon. Um, we have, I can't announce that one yet. It's another show. Can't announce yet. Um, we top got secret, um, Top Secrets. We got Jory What Now. Um, it's a show from a professional, professional international basketball player female basketball player kind of telling her 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 story kind of telling her not really a life story but like it's almost like her personal diary as an international basketball player and, and entrepreneur so definitely wow. very very interesting it's a, it's a micro micro pod so very short episodes you know eight to nine minute episodes so quick listening you know get about your get, get on about your day you know what i'm saying so we got jory with now we got unfiltered rakai mccullough we got a new show that's unannounced. We got other shows that are in development. We also got a new division of Two Cents Sports that we will be announcing very soon. If you follow us on Twitter, you may have seen some alluding to it, um, tapping in with a whole nother continent. Um, but so stay tuned. For, stay tuned for that. We got a lot of good stuff coming on. Yeah. So that's it, man. Uh, much love, y'all. I'm excited. It's gonna be a scary summer. And we're going to just try to keep pushing forward. Yeah, for sure. So, till next week. Yeah. Peace out. Peace.